Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning, St. Louis. Good morning, Pearly. Good morning, Meet. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. How are we doing, guys? Ready to roll, baby. Ready to roll. All right. Well, let's just jump right in. Um, uh, we formatted the show like a round of golf, and the On the Range segment is our first segment. It's brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Uh, check us our social media outlets out extremely important to us. Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing golf. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing. And we have an Instagram account that nobody knows about the handle. So, all right, cool show today. Love what we have going on today. We've got an interview with the executive director of the Missouri golf association, Scott Hovis, who is also Pearl. I don't know if you knew this. He's also part of the um, Missouri Board of Tourism. And um, he's um, uh, very instrumental in trying to get the state involved with the Ascension Charity Classic coming up. So we got a neat interview with him. Um, and we've got a lot to talk about. Man, we just had the, the TaylorMade driving relief. Uh, we've got I've got details about... Um, the 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 tour coming back and how they're going to do it and so let's just jump right in. Um, I wanted to mention give a shout out to the St. Louis Junior Invitational. It's rescheduled now for July 30th through 31st. You can find them at stlgolfjuniorjr.com. 72 boys and girls ages 14 to 18 will play in this event. This is the second year of the event. It's held at Norwood Hills. And Bob Phillips is the driving force behind this, along with Jimmy McLaughlin, my buddy. Um, uh, but Bob Phillips has something, Pearl, that's really cool, called the Shining Light Player Scholarship, which uses GoFundMe pages for families that can't afford to get here. So it's really awesome. Last year, I think we had players from about six or seven states. We've already got about uh, representatives from eight or nine different states. So... Um, so we want to check uh, want to check that out. So that's that's a pretty cool thing. I know I know you love the uh, the growth of the game, and uh, you and I are definitely into the uh, the junior program and the uh, and the younger amateur events. So that's super exciting, and I'm glad they're rescheduling, and I'm glad they're rescheduling it that quickly. You know, Pearl, the golf is booming in town right now. The places are absolutely locked and loaded in this crazy pandemic time that we're going through golf is kind of the only oh my gosh i don't know i hate to say the only but one of the only places that's really really safe to hang out and this weekend yes um um the taylor made driving relief happened down at seminole and pearl what was your initial takeaway well first you know, you appreciate what goes into a regular event and what it takes to make it look fantastic. And obviously, you know, this wasn't that regular type of a thing. But the first thing I cared about is that there were sports on TV. I just wanted to see sports on TV. So that's, that was my first and foremost. And then the, the next was, I think it was kind of fun, but it's, it's a far cry from a full production. 
Right. I, I gotta, I've had the, you know, Seminole, this is the first televised event ever at Seminole. Seminole is one of the most exclusive. Uh, and when I say exclusive for me, I'm not caught up in some of that stuff that goes with country clubs, Pearl. You know that. But what I'm saying is they just like to fly under the radar. They just like to do their thing, put on a great uh, um, experience for their members. Bob Ford is the um, uh, director of golf there, and he is just a, uh, oh, man, he is kind of like the model for um, our our buddies, the uh, golf professionals with the PGA, and he is terrific. And one of the things that stood out to me, John, was how cool it was to see the boys just grab their 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 sticks and walk down the fairway, and everybody was all over the place. Dustin Johnson drove the ball. He had his driver finely tuned on wide spray. This thing, he sprayed it left and right and was all over the place. And the guys were playing ready golf. They were putting with balls. You know, it was just nice to see uh, that for me, for whatever reason, that felt really nostalgic watching these guys um, uh, carry their bags. So, one of the things that can't get overlooked, we've harped on this. I'm sure the listeners are tired of me saying this, but I'm going to keep beating this drum. $5.5 million was raised for nurses and for the CDC through this four and a half hour event yesterday. It's just absolutely spectacular to me. It was fun to watch the uh, the money uh, uh, climb through the events for sure, and yeah, and I'm with you too. Obviously, the things that stuck out, I didn't know I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I thought they would just have something with the caddies, and they would be uh, social distancing with their caddies and stuff. But obviously, they carried their own bags. But you you got four wildly fit guys, so that's not going to be the problem for them at all. But I'm throwing a uh, plug in for the caddies. Because these guys miss clubbed all day long. They they're they're lost without their caddies. That's the way I thought. Well, well, we got to go back to that. They miss clubbed. I saw them hit driver everywhere. I, where was where? That's were, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're just it's just it's a bomb show. But coming down the stretch when there's some uh, critical shots they wanted to hit, you know, twice I see guys, you know, these world class players posing on it, and it didn't even go on the green. So, uh, you know, I just got a kick out of, I just wonder how different it would have been had they had their caddies because normally they're bouncing ideas and, and clubs and feel and amount of wind off the caddies. And uh, so I'm just, I'm putting a plug in there for the caddies. Uh, I think those, those guys are kind of lost without them. Yeah. You know what? I, I uh, it, the, the, the whole thing almost looked eerie to me. What I really loved, first of all, shout out to United Healthcare and to farmers, and then um, Rocket Mortgage uh, sponsored the blimp shots. I thought that was spectacular to get some of those overheads. The whole, like, the whole overheads were awesome for me because I have not played Seminole, as I said. I had not even ever seen it and paid any attention to any pictures that might be out there. So the overheads gave me a perspective. I just kept saying to myself, this is not what I expected at all. But um, uh, the guy is, has a rich, rich history, obviously. And uh, it, it was probably the perfect event. Had they played a tight golf course, uh, DJ may not have finished a hole. No, he'd still he'd be out there. They may Not only would they have lost some of his tee shots, they may have lost him. He couldn't figure out if he was going to miss to the right or to the left. And um, 
And that included his putter for the for the record. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, he was missing to the right with his putter, but he had the putter on widespread too. He was just off yesterday, and uh, but who you know who was not off was Ricky Fowler and Rory McIlroy. Man, those guys um, they carried the water for, for for both teams. Well, I get a kick out of it because the three other guys are bombers, and 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 Wolf was unbelievable bomber. And so they're all over Ricky. You can just hear the little snipey, snipey comments in the background, and then Ricky makes what six or seven birdies. Yeah. So he shut he shut down the uh, the, the the long distance distance boys for sure. Okay, so Pearl, what did you think about Matthew Wolf? Meet what did you did, did what do you think about Matthew Wolf's? He's got that crazy little jump. Uh, trigger start before. Have you ever seen anything like that? I, I have the the little jerk that he yeah, kind of yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen anything like that. I, I don't know how you get anything consistent with an, an approach like that. It's pretty interesting because all of us have like a trigger, which is a starting mechanism. But I'm watching this thing and I got like 15 texts going. What's wrong with this guy's swing? You know, <laughs> somebody was like, "Is that is he going to be Charles Barkley in another two years?" Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's I'm not like, that ugly. Oh man, don't put that on him. <laughs> Anyways, well, I, was he, watch, I was watching it with my brother-in-law, and that's what he said. He said, this is the closest thing I've ever seen to Charles Barkley. And at the same time, I was thinking to myself, Charles needs to go to George Jenkins and just refine his swing a little bit because there's a lot of similarities. I, I got to tell you, it was uh, when Wolf stepped up on number two and had 320 yards to carry that left fairway bunker, and Jerry Foltz is calling this ball left, and it flies the bunker by about 20. And he, on a 480 hole, Matthew Wolf had what did he have left? Bro, 110 or something like that. Yeah, he, a chipper, a chipper. He just was chipping it. at it. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty neat. What did you think, John, of Azinger and Gary Koch in the booth? Two buddies of mine, and and played with both of them multiple times, but two totally different styles. Very contrasting, I thought. Oh, I, I like that part. Are they are they friends, Jake? Do they do they get along with each other? I th- I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're both they're both wildly wildly competitive. I mean, if there's a single thing, neither one of them had. I would say the greatest golf swings in the world. It, neither one of them either, even were traditional. Like maybe Gary was with the with the putting, but that's why I was just wondering through the years growing up in Florida when you know they're beating each other up on who's going to be better. Obviously, Gary's older, but. Um, you know, I was just wondering if they were if they were buddies. I like the contrast. I've always liked Gary Koch. I think he's just solid, and I'm, you know, a personal fan of uh, of Azinger for forever. So I'm going to like pretty much what either one of those guys do. Yeah, Burl Zing would make you know drinking coffee a competition. That's just him. Yeah, that's, that's right. Him. Yeah. So I I actually thought it was good. I thought um, you know it was kind of um, a skeletal sort of uh, crew. Uh, for obvious reasons, and I thought it was um, it was interesting. I I didn't care for the interviews that were going on while they were playing. I thought they could have done without that. But it was interesting to think about John Rahm, world number two, also tailor-made staff, did not feel like through, he said, through the company and through his, he and his family, did not feel like it was smart for him to go from Arizona to Florida to play in this event. Yeah, well, good for him. Everybody's got to make their own decision. Yeah. What did you think about the uh, in um, uh, in 
play commentary. What did you think about they had Bill Murray, who I thought was okay, and then I thought, um, and then I thought um, Donald Trump was, you know, off the mark. Well, I wish uh, Bill Murray. I wish they would have set him up a little bit better because they said he never was on Skype before, and obviously he didn't know where the microphone was. Uh, but uh, and then that, that that delay is always so difficult. I think unless you're well practiced with it. Uh, it really gets funky. Obviously, Trico is, but Murray wasn't. So that was unfortunate, although there were some kind of funny lines. You know, I thought the whole thing, you know, relief in my mind was for several things in the name of the of the event. And so we did not need the president to come on and start talking about that kind of stuff. This was relief to get away from the world, watch some golf, have some fun, uh, those kinds of things. So I thought that was really uh, um, unfortunate. Uh, that they did with, that with President Trump. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was, I was, I would have been in for more on-course interviews. I wish Steve Sands would have been more in there, and and done more of that. I mean, hell, four guys. You could have, you done, a, could have done a, an interview every other hole. But I'm sure it was all done per per format. You know, through NBC and and things like that. But um, you know what? That is going to wrap up the on the range segment. Um, we're coming back. We've got an interview with Scott Hovis. He is the executive director of the Missouri Golf Association. And Pearlie and I will be back on the front nine. This is golf with Jay Delson. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring professional golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. Legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's ascensioncharityclassic.com. Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Serlin-covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just $23.99 for a dozen. That's right, $23.99, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com. Plus, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love it. I want to give a huge shout-out and thank you to Whitmore country club for sponsoring my show golf with jay delsing again for the second year when you join out at whitmore there's 90 holes of golf uh, you get access to the missouri bluffs the links of dardine and the golf club of wentzville and the cart fees are already included in your membership there's no food and beverage minimums there's no assessments they have a 24-hour fitness center large pool complex tennis man they've just got great family oriented stuff and if you get over there you got to go in the golf shop and you have to say hello to my friend bummer bummer is just a delightful guy that would love to help you and your family with your golf game he and his staff out there run golf leagues skins games members tournaments couples events are available all year long if your family is looking for a place where you can hang out have fun enjoy good food Golf, sports, just a family-friendly atmosphere. You got to go to Whitmore Country Club. You can reach them at six three six nine two six nine six two two.
We're all experiencing very trying times right now, but hopefully we can reflect a little bit on the things that matter the most to us, like family and community. At St. Louis Bank, we want to wish you and your family safety and good health. We're a part of this community, and we are all in this together. In such uncertain financial times, you've probably never needed your bank to step up and support you more. We know, we hear you, and we are here for you. Our banking experts are doing everything they can to help. We're offering a skip-up payment to all consumer accounts for mortgage loans and home equity line of credits. We're offering payment modifications with up to a six-month deferral. Our commercial and SBA loans will be handled on a case-by-case basis to provide the best relief for each unique situation. We understand that communication and speed are essential during this critical time. Get in touch with your commercial banking officer to take advantage of this program. If you'd like to speak with us, you can call 314-851-6200. We are going to move through this hardship, and we're going to do it together. St. Louis Bank, here for you when you need us today and in brighter days ahead. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and Pearly is with me. I got me taking care of us, and we are going to the front nine. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to Whitmore Country Club. Um, man, uh, last time I played out there, we were on the uh, the south, the back. I think it was the back nine of the south, but, and they had some phenomenal par fives out there. I can remember, um, uh Man, when I played with Bummer, he hit one beautiful shot. I think it was on like the sixth hole on that nine and um, made a birdie, and it just kind of pissed me off a little bit. But anyway, let's go to something a little more positive. If you join at Whitmore, you get access to 90 holes of golf. Not only do you get the 36 at Whitmore, but you get access to Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. The cart fees are already included in that membership, so they're not going to ding you for additional cart fees. There's no food or beverage minimums. Uh, there's no assessments. They've got a great pool, three tennis courts, a 24-hour fitness center. Uh, the year-round social calendar is really great. But if you get over there, you got to go in the golf shop, and you got to say hello to our friend Bummer. He's been on the show. He's a terrific person, and he'll want to help you with his with your golf games. He and his um, staff are running uh, – golf leagues and skins games and member tournaments, couples events, and uh, it's just terrific. There's a a kids club in the main clubhouse, so if you're looking for a place to hang out, a great family-oriented place, you got to go to Whitmore Country Club, and you can reach them at 636-926-9622. All right, we are going to have, we've got this interview with Scott Hovis. Scott has been the executive director of the Missouri Golf Association, which is so interesting. The Missouri Golf Association roots go back all the way into the early 1900s and some really neat stuff. So let's go right back or let's go right to the uh, interview with Scott Hovis. Man, some weird times, buddy. Some weird times in the world. I I know your family's um, safe and and healthy and mine is too. Um, The game of golf is really holding a special place I think even for our country, and you're in charge of the Missouri Golf Foundation, uh, Missouri Golf Association. Sorry, let's talk a little bit about what's going on for you guys. Yeah, this is uh, this has been interesting and crazy for all of us. Um, you know, we um, 
we've got events that uh, start in April, usually every year, and we've had to um, backtrack those a little bit and postpone them to later in the summer to, f- to fill in the further part of the schedule. But uh, we've just been kind of working with golf courses, making sure that uh, the clubs in Missouri have what they need so they can be operating and open during these times. Um, make sure we have the social distancing, distancing guidelines down um, just so that way people can get out and enjoy this great game that we love and um, give, give yourself, give their mind a little piece of, of um, peace of mind for three, four hours, however long you're out there and get some a great exercise and, and get your minds off um, all the troubles we might be having going on in our country right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's not nearly as important as our frontliners and our first responders, but it is nice to be able to give ourselves some sort of relief, get outside, get some exercise and get some fresh air. Yeah. I mean, the people who are on the front line, I, there's not enough adjectives and, and verbs and nouns that we all can say to thank these people for what they're doing each day and getting in harm's way and protecting us and making sure we're all we're all safe and sound so we can you know move on and and try to live try to live in this sheltered life that we have going on and and help us get ready for whatever the new norm is going to be. I don't know what it's going to be, but. Uh, you know, I I can say that uh, the golf economy right now in Missouri, from the golf course standpoint, uh, are very strong. Um, a, l- a lot of the courses were open during this time frame, are still open, and um, a lot of people were getting the opportunity to get out when on some really nice days to enjoy the golf course. Yeah, that's awesome, Hobie. I want to jump backwards a little bit and talk about the the you guys at the. Missouri Golf Association have a really rich tradition. It started, man, well over 100 years ago in St. Louis. Talk a little bit about 1905 and the four golf courses, St. Louis Country Club, Algonquin, Normandy, which just reopened, and Glen Echo, and how that kind of started things. Yeah, back in 1905, there was a group of uh, gentlemen who wanted to who wanted to start up an association, and um, those those four clubs are – the ones that kind of took the um, took the reins and, and got the got the association and the state amateur put together. And uh, since that time, you know, we we have grown. Um, in the last hundred plus years, we've gone from just hosting maybe one two events to now we have over sixty championships that we we put on, and um, we've evolved to just not putting on normal championships for men we, we're now putting on women championships we've got junior championships um, we vote we, our foundation has built a, a handicap accessible golf course um, nine holes no hole over 130 yards with field turf greens on it so um, anybody who has um, an opportunity to get out and play you know no matter restrictions you might have if you're in a wheelchair or motorized cart you can get out and enjoy the enjoy the game um you know uh we're, we're just trying to evolve to give everyone an opportunity to to play this lifetime sport and enjoy it and uh enjoy it with their families and um we're each year uh we're just trying to grow and become stronger and better for golf in missouri to give everybody um a chance to play 
Yeah, and what a chance. I mean, you guys have the Missouri Amateur Championship. It's going to be held at Ozark Nationals Golf Course on Hollister. Um, talk to us about the status about that. Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges you mentioned and spoke about the new normal. And it's there's there's things that aren't even close to being normal yet for this, is there? No, and it's it's every day is a moving target. You know, it just evolves each day with, with different things that come up that you really don't think about until you have to. Um, so we're going to start May 26. Will be our first Missouri Amateur qualifier. It's in St. Louis that week uh, at the Falls Golf Course. Um, we'll have four more qualifiers throughout the state of Missouri in St. Uh, Kansas City in Springfield, in Central Missouri, in Southeast Missouri. And then we have what we call our last chance qualifier for uh, players who don't make it through the first one. They can try again for a four-spotter. Um, they go to Rolla, Missouri, and get another chance to try to enter the Missouri Am, which, as you said, is at Ozarks National in Branson. It's a, at the Johnny Morris uh, Golf Complex that he's put together, which is world-class. Ozarks National is the Crenshaw Coor golf course that we designed, and it is uh, fabulous. It, uh, it's kind of a link-style type of golf course where you have to hit uh, all types of different shots. You can run balls onto the green. You've got to fly balls onto the green, and um, the greens are, are huge. Uh, they've got some a lot of undulation in them, and I'm excited about it there. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be fun for me be able to set up the golf course each day and, and put and, and move tee boxes around so the players can have a dis different perspective of uh, of what the golf course looks like. But from running the championship aspect of it, there are some things that we're still working out from, you know, from scorecards, will they be digital? Are we going to hand scorecards out on the first tee to the players? Are we just going to have everybody use uh, – the tournament management software where you can put the scores in on your phone so that way you don't have to be passing and transmitting scorecards to each other. Um, flag sticks, um, you know, right now everybody has the flag sticks in, in the cup at all times and you have PCP pipe or people have had the cups upside down and or people have had um, foam tubing in the, in, the, in the holes. So we're looking at how how we're going to run the championship that way. You know, are we going to keep the foam tubing in and keep the flag sticks in at all times? Um, the bunkering bunkers, I mean, uh, that's, that's a challenge as well because all the rakes are out of the bunkers right now. And you don't know if you'll be by that time, if we'll be moved into stage phase three of the golf guidelines that have been out, been put out where bunkers and, and rakes will be put back in. And if they're not, then are we going to play, um, are we going to play the bunkers as uh, GA where, you know, you, you can ground your club in the bunker and just play, or we're just going to play it like Pine Valley does and how golf was invented where, um, you know, we ask the players when you hit it in the bunker to smooth out the, smooth out the trap marks. And if you get a bad lie, you know, a bunker is a hazard and just play on. So um, there's a lot of moving parts here, Jay, that we're, we're, we're working on behind the scenes trying to figure out. It's just not us. It's, Every golf association in America, there's constant emails, uh, threads going between all of us every day asking each other, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, um, you know, it's something that no one's ever had to deal with before. And so um, we're just kind of moving with it each day and trying to come across as the best 
the best way for each body to play. But our main goal is, um, you know, the safety, um, safety of the player, the safety of the staff, safety of the safety of the staff that runs the golf course. Um, so I, I could probably go on and on and on about the different things that we have to look at now that we never thought we were going to have to look at. I mean, did you ever think that you would go to the first tee and the starter would have a mask and gloves on talking to you? So, uh, to introduce you and go through the stuff. I mean, it's just things that um, I never thought I'd ever have to see in golf, but, um, you know, we are, and we're going to tackle it head on, and we're going to put on the same championships we always have before, but they might just be look a little bit different. And, um, you know, as uh, as we always say, at the end of the week, someone's going to win, we're going to crown a champion, and they'll be well-deserving. Yeah, you know, Ovi, the first, when you when you're the first guy down a path, meaning you know no one's done this before, so there are so many small details that keep cropping up that keep going. Oh my gosh, we've got to figure out a plan for that. We've got to, the bunkers, the scorecards, uh, all of those things. Just uh, man, they can be overwhelming at times. I'm sure. They are. I catch myself. Um, matter of fact, last night I caught myself at one o'clock in the morning, kind of waking up and, and thinking of something I hadn't thought of, and and leaning over to the nightstand and taking notes down, saying, "Hey, make sure you look into this," or ask someone else this question tomorrow. So uh, your mind just doesn't shut off because you do not, um, as you say, you know, be the first one down the, the path here. You don't want to make a mistake. I mean, uh, you don't want to do something that's going to jeopardize somebody. And um, you want to make sure you have everything right uh, as you go. And uh, I feel like we will. I know we will. And uh, we're going to make sure the safety of the players is uh, our number one concern. And we're also going to make sure that we play golf the right way. And um, everybody has an enjoyment and enjoys the events that we put on. Okay, that's going to wrap up the first half of the Scott Hovis interview, and that's going to wrap up the front nine. Don't go anywhere. We'll finish this interview, and uh, Pearlie and I will make some comments about it. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and the back nine is on its way. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Center's Nissan, home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1, East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this the year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. 
We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by St. Louis Bank. Welcome to the Back Nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearlie and I are here, and we want to thank the folks at uh, St. Louis Bank for sponsoring the um, this segment. And uh, we got the Ascension Charity Classic coming up in November. We give those guys a shout-out. We always talk about them. But, Pearl, we're going to go right back and let uh, the folks listen to the second half of the interview with Scott Hovis. He is the executive director of the Missouri Golf Association. The PGA Tour just, I just got some wind of some of the guidelines, you know, that they're trying to use for their events. And, you know, it, it ranges over from are they got to let, you know, people do takeout food to, you know, what's what they're going to be allowed to do when they get back to their hotels. You know, there's just a whole slew of things that just keep coming up. But um, one of the things I wanted to uh, also talk about, you're down in the Jeff City area, and I know you have um, a lot of affiliation with the state, the, the Bureau of Tourism, and things like that. Let's talk about our friends down at the lake and talk about some of the um, – uh, the challenges that those guys are facing because of this virus. Yeah. You know, um, right now, a lot of people are not traveling that much, you know, for the first month or so. And so um, tourism in the state of Missouri um, is, is the backbone for, uh, for the budget um, for the state of Missouri. I mean, for every dollar it's spent in advertising in the state of Missouri, that the return on it is $46. So tourism is huge when it funds the state budget. And I think everybody's been hearing how there's been a $700 million shortfall um, is what they're predicting right now at the state budgets. And the, and the, you know, the governor and the legislators have got to go in and make huge cuts to everybody across the board. And there's probably going to be more coming and just, um, in the future if things don't pick back up. So, you know, the lake golf courses, you know, you have, you have quite a few courses down there. They have the Lake Ozark Golf Trail. And um, I know that they, they struggled a little bit the first uh, few weeks, first month, because people were um, didn't want to get out, and I don't blame them. And um, now that the state is starting to slowly, you know, reopen in, in, in non-Kansas City and non-St. Louis, I think uh, – those areas are, are going to start opening up after May 15th or May 18th, whatever the date is. But the rest of Missouri has been going through phase one of reopening and people are itching to get out. And um, I know last weekend was Mother's Day weekend and, and, and a lot of people are staying home like they should and, and hopefully getting to see their moms and spend times with families um, as the best they could with social distancing. But the weekend before the weather was good and they were starting to see some play. Um, I know speaking to them yesterday on the phone that they're looking forward to this weekend. It looks a little rainy, but they still think people are going to come down and play some golf and, and, get, and, and enjoy the, the golf courses that they have. Um, they've got some really quality places you can go play from Osage National um, has 27 great holes. You've got Old Kinderhook, which does have a – they built a hotel on it now, Jay, that uh, has 100 and some odd rooms in it, and uh, it's usually filled whenever – we are in our normal time, and people are out traveling, and the rooms are starting to fill up now. And they've got a Tom Weiskopf golf course, which is a challenge, and it's a great golf course, always in good shape. And you've got some other, you got some other courses as well. From the Lodge has two has two courses, um, 
you, you've got Bear Creek. Um, I could go on and on and on about the courses that they have, but they are, they're encouraged. They're starting to see some people make some tee times. Um, they're starting to see guys out of St. Louis, Kansas City, um, make the track down for the day to play golf, to get away, and maybe spend the night and then drive back, you know, have a quick little guy's trip or girl's trip, a woman's trip. And, and um, I think that they're going to start bouncing back here. I'm hoping they are. I think that people are seeing that it's okay to – you know that the hotels are putting a lot of precautionary measures in whenever people are checking in and and putting guidelines in and and slowly um Missouri's starting to open up piece by piece but um you know I just encourage everybody this summer um to take trips to golf courses in Missouri just not the lake you've got great place in Farmington at Crown Point. You know, it's an hour and a hour drive. You can get down there. They have lodging, and it's a good golf course to play. And then, you know, if you want to keep going a little further south, you've got the place in Brant. you got Branson, who have the quality golf courses, and you have what Johnny Morris has built at Big Cedar with his four golf courses. And then Tiger Woods, uh, Tiger Woods course, which is state-of-the-art, which is fabulous, has 13 holes open right now, and they're looking to open the rest of the – rest of the golf course will open maybe by August, September. And uh, we've got some great getaways for people to go play some great golf in the state of Missouri where they don't need to leave our state and hop on a plane and go fly someplace. And uh, I think right now the the key is for us to help our local businesses, um, to help our state bounce out of this um, recession or whatever you want to call it that we're having right now. And and um, help our neighbors out, and I know everybody is, and um, everybody's going to do everything they can to help each other, and and um, we'll get through this. We absolutely will. This is Scott Hovis. He is the executive director of the Missouri Golf Association, and um, we're going to do anything we can on the show here to, to encourage people uh, from our listening area to, to get in the car and go on down there and see Johnny Morris's facilities are fantastic. The lake offers tons and tons of, of options. There's such great golf in the state of Missouri. It's not only St. Louis and Kansas City, man. There's lots of great opportunities. So we're going to try to spread that word. Hey, Hobie, talk a little bit about the Missouri Golf Association Hall of Fame. I was checking out some of the uh, players that are in there, and you guys – Man, there are some of the top, some of my favorite amateur players that I had ever met, some guys that were influential to me when I was a young man. Jim Tom Blair III comes to mind. You know, he was a member at Norwood when I was caddying over there. It was just terrific. And Jimmy Holcreve, obviously, Bob Cochran and Jim Jackson. Those guys, uh, man, they did great stuff for, for amateur golf in the state of Missouri. Yeah, they did. There's some there's some who's who in our uh, in our Hall of Fame. I, I think um, some people are sometimes who are surprised of, of, that um, they didn't know, you know, that certain people did live in our state. Um, obviously, you know, you've got the 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 ones that everybody, you know, the first and foremost, you know, that comes, you know, is Tom Watson's, um, the Payne Stewarts, um, the Jim Holcreaves, the the Don Blisses, the Jimmy Jacksons. But, you know, like Horton Smith was just inducted into our Hall of Fame. Um, And uh, he was from the Springfield area, and people didn't realize that. And then you've got um, 
whenever we merged with the Missouri Women's Golf Association, um, we started and uh, we we put women into our golf hall of fame that needed to be in there. And you have the likes of Ellen Port, um, who's won numerous USGA titles. Um, you've got Barbara Burkmeyer, who's a staple of of women's golf in the state of Missouri. You uh, you've got Karen McGee, who we just got inducted this year um, from Kansas City, who. Her resume is stacks up there with any man um, in our Hall of Fame in the amateur golf. So you're right. We've got a, a plethora of great players from our state who are in the Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, we've got a class that's going in this year that is Scott Thomas from St. Louis who, who has, a, has a fabulous amateur record. you got Dennis Gettle who's going into the Missouri Golf Hall of Fame this year. Dennis uh, – has been instrumental, just not from how he was a good player, but the way he's grown the game with giving lessons and being a, a world-class teacher and, and the people he's taught from, you, you know, uh, he's, he, Stan Utley. I mean, Stan is one of the best teachers in the world, and the things that he's learning and he's teaching, he learned from Dennis Gettle. So our, we've got a great class. We've got a great group of people in the Hall of Fame. Um and I encourage people to go to our website and just kind of look at who, who's in there. And and I think a lot of people would be really surprised at um, when they look at that, that they just didn't really understand that, uh, who we had in there. I mean, look at Luther Buddy Godwin from Poplar Bluff. Love Luther. Oh, my gosh. Me. Absolutely. You know, I mean, he, what a great player he's in there. You've got uh, Ronnie Boyce. Um, you know, we've got Scott Bess, um, you got Bill Stewart, um, one that we inducted in 2017 with Barbara, Barbara Berkmeyer and Ellen Port is Judy Rankin. You know, she's from St. Louis, and what an instrumental catalyst Julie, Judy Rankin's not just been for women's golf across the world, but just golf in general and the things that she's done. So, you know, um, it's incredible, the list. Um uh, every time that uh, Jack Garvin, who's our historian, who um, brings me a name, I just kind of just marvel of like, wow, I didn't know that. And um, and uh, it's it, it's really impressive. This is Scott Hovis. He's the executive, executive director of the Missouri Golf Association. He's been my guest this morning. And um, you have done those things. We so appreciate it. Don't stop, man. We need you to keep going. We need to keep enjoying this great game. And um, hopefully you can come and jump on the show again with more updates. I appreciate it, Jay. And I just uh, hope everybody stays safe and get out and enjoy some great weather we got coming. And hopefully I can see you guys on the first tee soon. Okay, Pearl, the, the thing that sticks out in my mind is that I have been the recipient of all of these other people, like the Scott Hovises of the world, like the Kurt Rowey, who, who runs the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. These guys are doing all of this work behind the scenes so people like you and I can just show up with our clubs and go tee it. You know, and it, it, I had no concept of that when I was younger. Yeah, the, the passion behind those folks uh... – it's just fantastic. And, you know, we didn't have any concept of much of anything when we were younger, just for the that's record. A, that's a good point. That's a good point. You're like, awareness of, awareness of what? Yeah. Um, yeah. I um, One of the things that's going on right now because of this COVID and because of social distancing, it just makes everything so much more complicated. So Scott called me last week and said, I need your opinion on something. I'm like, well, you know, I 
not, I don't know what it's worth, but I'm glad to give it to you. And he said, what are we going to do about the bunkers? What, what, you know, people are... Oh, all, good subject. Good subject. People are all freaked out about, you know, handling rakes after others. Um, um, should they distribute a pair of gloves with each contestant so that, you know, they rake the bunkers and then, you know, use these gloves and... Um, it's it's really interesting. I said, you know, Hovey, what I guess the overall idea is to keep people safe and keep people that's their main concern and should be and is their main concern. And I recommended one of two things. Play it old school, smooth hit hit it in the bunker, smooth it out Absolutely. with your foot. Smooth it out with your foot afterwards and if you hit it in a you know, in a bad lie, uh the bunker's a hazard. And I he, don't care if we ever play with, with rakes the rest of our lives. I, if they put gloves out there, I'm, I'm going I'm going to pick it. I'm going to pick at the events. Oh, no, the gloves would be given to you. It would just be one more thing for you to put <laughs> your caddy bib. Hey, oh, my hey, God, hey, me. Hey, me. Hey, hey, Pearly hey, showed up. Pearly showed, showed up on the first tee in Tucson <laughs> one time with, like, 45 bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. I was thinking said, of you. I said, I, I said, Pearl, I think we're okay with with the water. And you're like, yeah, I got a few too many. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like a camel. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? I'm I'm out there taking care of you, and you're throwing me under the bus twenty years later. Unbelievable. Oh, please, I, please. I wish I was there. I would, I would stomp out of the studio right now. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Anyway, uh, what they Some were teammate gonna, he is, right? What they were, man, that really tickled me. I don't know if you could tell. You know what? <laughs> what they were trying to do, Pearl, was they were thinking to give like a a, a glove, one glove no. to each guy. And I, I no. said, man, I just. It's too much. It's too much trouble. No. I, my first recommendation was. Did you hear me? Leave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got it. I, I'm with you though. I think we should. Um, the only thing that he was concerned about there was speed of play, because it is amateur. Uh, it is an amateur event, and it's for it's qualif- the first uh, event for them coming up. Um, oh gosh, next week, in just a couple of days, is the um, Missouri Amateur qualifying here, and so. Um, I think I think they're gonna just you know play it as it lies, man. Get it in the bunker, and after you're out, smooth it over with your foot. And if your lie's not so good, that's how she goes. Well, speed of play. If you don't have rakes, you're gonna spend less time looking for a rake, dragging a rake over there, raking it. I think this also absolutely goes with the with the importance of the of the game of the of what's the word I'm the intent for? pearl or the, 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 well, inte- the integrity yeah, yeah, sorry thank yeah. you for that the integrity of the game spend a couple seconds and smooth it out nicely correctly the best you can heck yes it's a bunker it's a bunker you might get a bad lie it's one thing that bugs me on the tour you know because i never raked it very well on the tour the guys would yell at you <laughs> pearly raked the bunkers poorly and these guys would chew my ass out meat in the locker room I was like, what are we talking about? Only a couple times or several times or yeah. something like that. Oh, my that. gosh, it was so funny. Um, well, anyway, that uh, the, the the guys like the Scott Hovises of the world at the Missouri Golf Association do such a, a good job. They care so deeply, and that's that's what showed in that interview to me. Um, um, you know, Pearl, that's going to wrap up the back nine. So 
Folks, we're going to go to a quick break and come back with the 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Don't miss your chance to see PGA Tour champion legends. Proceeds will benefit St. Louis area youth, including the Urban League, Mary Grove, the Boys and Girls Club, and more. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs. From top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs. If you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. I want to thank Donahue Painting and Refinishing for supporting the show. When I was out playing golf, in my mind, I would see a picture that I wanted, and I'd try to hit the shot the way it was painted in my mind. The way you see your home is what Donahue Painting and Refinishing can make your home look like. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Sniper Brand Golf. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. John Perlis is with me. Brad Barnes Mead has got us well taken care of. And we are going to the 19th hole, which is sponsored by Sniper Golf. And if you need a great golf ball that is inexpensive with a great cover, long off the tee, you got to try the Sniper uh, F20DR. Uh, you know, Perley, I just hit those balls uh, this weekend that Jay got me, and uh, phenomenal. I said, I said, wait well, a really, second. I haven't hit any yet because, um, oh, I don't have it. Oh, yeah, I actually haven't gotten mine either. Oh, so, did yeah. you we're not? in the oh, same boat still. Oh, guys, still. Here, here's how you get them. You were just dreaming about it. <laughs> just dreaming Sniper about it. SniperBrand.com. SniperBrand.com. There's this thing called the Internet. You get them right there. It's, that's a piece well, of there's cake. Also this thing, there's also this thing called your buddy who says he's going to give you some like several times and then doesn't. Is it's amazing how when, as soon as I get golf stuff, how many friends I have. I mean, I don't know what the <laughs> No, so um, I did. I told Meat. I walked. You got two. I know I got two. I walked into the, the studio and I went. I forgot your golf balls. He's like, damn. Like, I know, I'm just going to lose them anyways. That's I, fine. I'm down, in, I'm down in Arizona promoting your golf balls, and I don't have any golf balls to promote it with. So other than that, yeah, I don't see a problem here. Sniperbrand.com. Hey, um, Pearl, the one, one last thing about the Missouri. Um, uh, MAGA, uh, yeah. MAGA, make, it, make America Great Again, and Missouri Golf Association. Kind of interesting how they're the same. Yeah, um, they're they're <laughs> – I don't know exactly where to go with that. I know you don't. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to the 19th hole. 
um, I want to go back and talk about the the tailor made uh, uh, driving relief just a little bit more. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I, I my my entire takeaway of the event was there was some warm feeling I got. I've got to go back and talk about this one more time about these guys carrying their bags and just playing the game that they loved when. When they got into the playoff, John, and you were mentioning, you know, a caddy not being there, and and the playoff consisted of a 125-yard shot with quite a bit of wind blowing into a, a very tough portion of a green on the 17th hole. Matthew Wolf was the first to hit, and he's up there at 125 yards, and he and his partner Ricky Fowler are talking, and the conversation goes like this. Wolf is, is indecisive on what club to, to hit, and Fowler says, you're in between – you know, pitching in gap, aren't you? And he goes, yeah, I am. And he goes, he goes, I, I want to hit the gap, but I'm going to hit it up in the air and it's just going to get killed. And Ricky says, you got to hit a shot here. You got to hit a shot here. And, Jay, and I don't think Matt Wolf knew what he meant when he said that. No, I don't think he did either. I, Obviously, I, I was sitting with my brother-in-law and he's like, well, what is that? I said, what it means is you got to play something. You got to, you got to take something off it. You got to get the right spin. You got to get your right trajectory. And Wolf, Wolf chuckles like, well, I know I have to hit a shot. In other words, he didn't say you have to hit a good shot. He's like, you got to play. you got to play here. I know. Again, I think Wolf he didn't took, have a caddy. So he was right. I, that, that's what I was going to say. I'm lobbing this over the plate for you to swat at. <laughs> With Fowl, what Fowler was saying is you got to flight a ball in here in between clubs. And when Ricky came up and unfortunately hit the worst shot of the day for him, yeah. He um, he was trying to chip a little nine iron pearl in there, and what did Wolf say? It's it's almost impossible, Ricky, to hit a nine iron 125 yards into the wind like that, and that's just that that new uh, yeah. mentality. It's just, bro, we did that all of the time. Hit those little chips in there, and a little low cut or a a little bitty, you know, knockdown draw, and um, uh, it, it's interesting. This whole thing brings me back to Rory. Who said, "I'll never be known for my wedge play"? Yeah, which is another. When you start thinking about the best player in the world, the number one ranked player in the world, who would not be considered a great wedge player, John, it almost astounds me. It almost doesn't make sense, but I like what you were talking about because that is the new generation, and you notice that when you're out on the with uh, Fox doing the U.S. Open and stuff, that these guys just stand up, they're wind or not, and they just hit these towering shots. They don't work the ball and that kind of thing. So, yeah, that, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I heard Rory say that, but I'll tell you one thing. He's honest because sometimes his wedges are terrible. Oh, my gosh. I thought we saw a lot of really terrible wedges. How about the very first hole? DJ bombs it down there like 65 yards from the hole and hits it uh, 40 feet. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. there was just yeah. some really poor. And, I mean, guys are probably rusty. Let's give them a little bit of a break. But still, man, the, the caliber um, uh, of play and talent that was in that group um, was was pretty remarkable. Well, you and I never agreed on that. And we had plenty of caddy, caddy player, uh, we'll say, negotiations. But I'm with you on the rusty. You know me, I always needed to play a couple times, yeah. uh, a couple of tournaments. I even went and played a tournament before NCAAs just because I knew my nerves were up and I needed to go play. And you never quite saw it that way. But I think we, we, we saw, and I know you're not talking about two-month gaps, but we were talking about taking more than a week off or whatever. 
but you could tell a lot of rust on there, especially with DJ. I also saw DJ put on a couple LBs, I noticed, too. Yeah, he looks uh, – I've I've been checking him out, uh, checked out his workout online the other day, and um, one of the things that they – they try to do is they're trying to put weight on him and i'm not exactly oh. sure why um oh, i didn't know that yeah they're uh his his workouts are pretty intense and um as all those guys are but the other thing that came across pearl is this is not your this is not even your father's pga tour or your grandfather's no. or your father's pga tour you look at those kids and it looks like any one of those guys i mean dj looks like he could play on the hard court he could play basketball anywhere and you look at um matthew wolf looks like he could have been a middle infielder or a uh you know a shortstop or something he just looks extremely athletic and the same for rory and ricky yeah i'm seeing i'm seeing dj as a defensive end i mean that guy just He's just kind of a monster. Those long arms, and just just a big guy. And you know, through through the years, you also know how athletic the guy is well, as a basketball player and other things like that. Yeah, they're they're fit. Rory, every time you see him, he gets more fit. I mean, it's really something. You know, they talk about people changing their their body types, their body shapes. Go look at him 15 years ago, 10 years ago. No no comparison. Oh, John, they showed a picture of him with that white hat on and his love handles. Just kind of this young, you know, soft kind of floppy kid. Obviously a great player. Actually, they showed him making about a 40-foot putt when he was that age. So, yeah. so not a whole hell of a lot has changed. What did you think about Ricky Fowler's putting routine? This will be the last thing we touch on, but I was just so impressed with he looked so committed to everything to me. I'll tell you, I – when he's rolling it good, and obviously the commentators every week talk about it, when he's rolling it good, that ball just is its that seeking the hole. I mean, it's just spectacular, and he knows it too. You can see, because I like his routine, of course, and the rhythm of his routine, which you and I talked about, is just not what you do one, two, three, four. It's the rhythm of what you do that, and he was all over it. It was, it was for, for some rust on those guys, there wasn't any rust on that putter. And Ricky didn't have any rust on his tan. His tan game was full on. I was like, wow, this guy looks like he's um, he's been out in the sun for a bike. Well, he probably has been every day. Um, the last thing, Pearl, when let's just talk about that routine. And I want to mention the rhythm of that routine for the people that are listening out here that want to putt better. You can get yourself so locked up with your putter and so locked into line and, and speed and all this stuff. And if you watch a guy like Ricky Fowler or an old routine like Davis Love's routine, it hasn't changed for years and years, there is a definitive rhythm to that. And it's so much more athletic and so much uh, more similar to some of the other sports that I would really encourage our listeners to try that because it can really help their game. You watch the best players in, in all of the sports. And it's not, and it's the rhythm, which isn't going to make sense to a lot of people unless they're into that. It's the rhythm of, of the routine. It's the rhythm of how they do things, not just the sequence. Uh, it's, it's a big deal. And I think you're exactly right to point it out. Well, that's going to wrap up another show in the in the uh, 19th hole. Pearly, uh, thanks for being with me. Oh, I want to do a shout-out for my, my friends Kathy and Bob Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. Uh, they do a, a f- fantastic job. Bob Rattella and I used to talk about, I used to be able to see a shot, and he would say, try to paint the shot with the ball the way you see it in your mind. And these guys do great stuff for your home. So if you have a vision of what you want your home to look like, get a hold of Bob and Kathy Donahue. Pearlie, we will see you next week. Meet, thank you so much for keeping us uh, together here.
This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.